Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Think we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand. It missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. and Oilers sit in the ice a little bit late today. Uh, noon practice. I got on the ice just about 11.55. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott joining the Oilers coming off a loss last night at home against the Arizona Coyotes. The final score 4-2 in that game. And just to show you how... Uh, modern radio works and how important communication is. I neglected to mention to Brendan Escott today that I would be, uh, because the practice got pushed back, I thought the practice was going to be at uh, 10.30, 10.45. Instead, it is at noon. And uh, so Brendan's sitting there waiting for me at the studio, printed off a uh, script and lo and behold, um, bingo, uh, I'm still here. And Brendan's like, where are you? Dude, so, Brendan, how you doing, my man? We're doing good now that I got everything taken care of. It was well, a bit we, frantic there for a minute. We don't quite have everything taken care of because when you send emails with the script, sometimes it takes a little bit of extra time. I will tell you that Orders Now, I'm going to use an old script here, Brendan. Orders Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I apologize to Hugh Porter if that is indeed an old liner. Coming up on today's edition of Orders Now, our regular uh, Wednesday contributor 
to the for, uh, show former number one overall pick in the 1983 NHL draft. Uh, he was also uh, one of the most prolific agents in the entire business. Really got Octagon Hockey started and later was the general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He interviewed for the Minnesota Wild position this past summer from the NHL Network. It is Brian Lawton. To talk about a new program that the uh, Edmonton Oilers have got rolling here, uh, we are going to bring, uh, it's called Second Shift, Jason Chimera, who's a terrific guy. The last time I saw Jason was out at uh, the Blackhawk uh, Golf and Country Club for a uh, event uh, that I did uh, for uh, Mike Norris and the Canadian Athletic Club. And I saw Jason there that day, and uh, Jason's uh, getting involved in some of the Oilers programs. So we're going to look forward to hearing from a guy who carved out a wonderful career for himself, hardworking, industrious, uh, underrated for his toughness, and he can skate all day. Jason Shamara at 105. Hmm. Uh, we were going to have Brad Lauer on the show. But uh, we're going to have Kurt Hill, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, and there's a reason why, and it'll all make sense uh, later this afternoon. But Kurt Hill coming up at 1.35. Ian Herbers, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. I, I don't know if the preseason rankings, they've switched the format. They've gone to what's known as an ELO, but uh, I'm sure the Bears are probably ranked no lower than two to start the year. They lost in the national championship final last year to UNB, 4-2 in a game in which uh, Luke Phillip, later signed with the Calgary Flames, got injured eight minutes into the game. So, uh, lots of guests, lots to get to, including a recap of last night's game. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the fact that following last night's game, both Evan Bouchard and Shane Sturrett uh, ended up uh, getting uh, reassigned to Bakersfield. It's a part of a philosophical approach that Ken Holland has, along with Dave Tippett. We're going to hit on that with Brian Lawton as well, playing your way up the lineup. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us in a river court. Uh, River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. It's brought to you by Who's Live Anyways. There's still a few tickets left. Uh, that takes place Saturday night at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Tickets at rivercreeresort.com. I'd be going, but I'm in Calgary that night for the Oilers' final preseason game. Uh, you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan, Heartland Ford, not your small-town dealership with a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Go out and see the great Goretzky, that's Mike Goretzky, as well as Griff Jarvis at Heartland Ford and Heartland RV. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can follow me on Twitter, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan, at Brendan Escott. And uh, Brendan, still have, uh, just so you know, I've not received the uh, script yet, so not sure what's going on there. So you know what that means. You're going to be helping me w uh, work our way through uh, our Oilers Now Audio Vault. How does that sound? You, you up for that challenge here? You get to go with that? <laughs> I think we can manage that. Right. Just let me turn the page on my own script here, Bob. All right. but, there, uh, there we go. There it we is go. brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We'll start with this. A 4-2 loss to Arizona last night. Here's how it sounded with Jack Michaels and Bob Stoffer on the Oilers Radio Network. It's the preseason for the Edmonton Oilers, but for McDavid and Smith, they begin anew. So that's flicked aside by Aiden Hill, then turned over right in front. Back Kanner and Cassian had it blocked away. Matt Benning, right-hand side, stripped away. Lawson and Kraus barrels down the left-hand side and scores. Top right corner with a blast over the left shoulder of Mike Smith. And they put the dog. Oh, here's a terrible turnover, and Bunting is able to ram it home. Adam Larson just gave it away right in front of his own net. Off to Hayton, and he had it tipped away by Karen. It's a two-on-one shorthanded with Nugent Hopkins. Karen, Nugent Hopkins, wait, shoots, scores! 
J.J. Arcara, who's had it a different game five on five. Real good, uh, poked the puck loose in the neutralized area, created the odd man two on one break, drove the net hard. Nugent Hopkins has always been able to shoot it. Rip job, low glove side on Aiden Hill. Sharp angle shot save made, and then Hill the rebound on Cave, then again on Cave, backhander Cave, and he couldn't elevate it upstairs. Tried to flick it in for Keller, did so, shorthanded, denied. Koskinen blocker save. Tell you what, Vinko's made about yep. four quality stops here. In for the right-hand side. What timer score, Michael Grabner. And what a setup from Henestrosa. Grabner buries it, and the Coyotes extend to a 3-1 lead. Up the right-hand side, walking in. Wrist shot, Archibald deflected off of Riley Shan and winds up behind Aiden Hill. And the Oilers have life at 3-2. Wrist it, deflected, one-timer score. Deflection right to step on. So the Coyotes will improve their preseason record to three and two. The Oilers will drop to two and three. All right, all right, all right. This is Oilers now. Bob Stauffer with you, uh, along with Brendan Escott, who's going to be contributing a lot here. Uh, the team just on the ice right now for practice as we speak. The Oilers coming off a 4-2 loss. Let's get to some thoughts on last night's game. Um, I will say this, that uh, a lot of people were on specifically Adam Larson last night for the giveaway and the 2 nothing. I mean, that's an egregious error. Uh, part of it is sort of communication-related. The Oilers have not deployed the middle in terms of breaking out. Good teams use middle zone breakout. Uh, simple teams, you know, have their defensemen not play, make plays and ramp pucks up the wall. And we have had coaches even at the Springfield level in the American Hockey League that did not want skilled puck movers used in the middle of the ice to make plays where they've maybe been taught at uh, with other organizations. Um, a bit of a transition's occurred here, and the Oilers are trying to use the middle more. Larson just a complete misread on that play, and that resulted in the... Uh, uh, the 2 nothing goal. Uh, Darnell Nurse, uh, speaking of reads, uh, steps up, tries to create something, gets caught, a two-on-one, and Grabner's involved in it. Might be the only guy in the league that he maybe couldn't reel in. So, And result here is uh, the Oilers lose uh, 4-2. Uh, the two goalies, I mean, I saw people chirping uh, after the game about Mike Smith's save percentage. I'm like, are there uh, Calgary trolls out there? Like, if you actually watch the game... Um, you know, maybe could have had the first one. Maybe it would have been a real good save on a turnover. No chance in the second one. Bang, bang, play down low. And Koskinen, I don't think, had a chance in either of his two goals against either. Oilers made some mistakes, and Arizona made them count. Uh, Oilers had two chances when the game was 2-1 and two chances when the game was 3-2 to even the game up and had pucks hop over the sticks and didn't score. It was one of those nights. Uh, third and fourth lines were good because it kept it simple. Top two lines, I thought, Maybe didn't work as hard as the opposition teams did. And a th- area that I'm I'm concerned about, I know a lot of people are concerned about goaltending, and that is a completely fair assessment at this stage. Absolutely. You know, can Mike Smith get back to being a 9-12 save percentage type guy? That's what he's been in his career. Miko Koskinen, can he get and, and you know, become a sort of 9-12 to 9-15 uh, save percentage type goaltender? That's a fair question. Uh, I, it's funny, I talked to three different guys this morning around the league, and they all said the same thing. Where is Edmonton going to get the offense in the backhand from? And this is on a day in which the Oilers sent Evan Bouchard last night after the game to the Miners. And I think those are completely uh, fair uh, questions. Uh, Brendan, I'm going to get you to chime in right now before you send it off to some more audio here, but just a thought on that. I mean, are you concerned a bit that they're not going to have enough offense from D? 
Yeah, I am. And I think they sent down their best offensive defenseman as well. Now, I understand why they did it. And that's not to say it's going to be an all-season thing. But, um, you know, and I think they're going to have to learn this system a little bit more because you you just you were seeing some different things. And they talk about this five-man attack. I don't know how well they're built for that on the back end, in my opinion. But uh, guys like Darnell Nurse were able to do it in junior. So I think it's going to take a step forward. Uh, But you need more than just that, right? Because Nurse was one of the the best contributors on the team last year anyway. So who else is it going to be? Does Ethan Bear have enough to get it done offensively? You know, we'll see. But as far as if they're running a system where they need their D-men to activate, I don't know if personnel-wise they're set up tremendously for that as of right now. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, we know that five of the six defensemen that are going to be here to start the year are uh, going to be uh, Nurse and Larson. Clefbaum was somebody on the right side. If it were me, I'd have him with Ethan Bear against the Winnipeg Jets. I think uh, Ethan's deserved that opportunity. And then uh, Russell and Benning. I think you can live with Russell and Benning, frankly, in your third pairing. And I'll say this about Benning. He gets pucks off quickly. I've always been surprised that Chris Russell wasn't a better offensive defenseman at the NHL level. Um, Ken Hitchcock really hammered down hard on him. Uh, to play defense, defense, defense. And make no mistake, the Oilers have got to shave some goals against. But as a rule of thumb, it's a lot easier to knock down the goals against if you're spending more time in the opposition zone. All right, let's get back into our Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear, and here's Brendan Escott. All right, well, Dave Tippett, uh, they had, the Oilers definitely had a couple chances, especially early in the game, to uh, to put the puck in the net. They didn't do that, and Tippett was asked why they couldn't finish on some of those scoring chances. Poor reads, poor reads, and it's uh, we've talked about it for since the start of training camp, the risk-reward factor. And there's a time and a place where you have to simplify, and there's a time where a, a simple play to the middle is actually the, the best play. Uh, we talked about a couple of those things this morning in, in our meeting, and uh, we made some critical mistakes. I mean, there's really three of the goals are critical mistakes by our D. Two of them are puck plays. One is uh, Nurse jumping in on that one, chasing the game. But uh, those are areas that we have to clean up. If, I'd rather have them now than two weeks from now, and but there are areas that we have to, if we're going to play uh, an efficient game, that has to be part of our game, but there's a risk-reward factor that you have to calculate and plays have to get made if you're going to make them. I mean, part of it's also just transitioning to a different defense approach. Uh, the Oilers are trying to play five-man attack, five-man back, uh, better puck support defensively. Sometimes, they're, you know, you're going to have the occasional bobble on the way. Um, but a lot of questions. Keep going, Brendan. A couple quick comments here evaluating his goaltenders. Here's Dave Tippett. Uh, I thought Smith was really solid, really solid. Um, Good start for him. Good start to get him up and going. Russell, we were down to 5D most of the game, so we played uh, played some good minutes. I thought he was solid also. There you go. Uh, and again, uh, when we come back from break, I'll see if I can see Joel Person on the ice. It's tough, uh, even with the Binox from the eighth floor here high above uh, the ice at Rogers Place. We'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing as well. We're live on location. Rogers Place in Ice District, and this is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Should mention uh, here at Rogers Place, Ethan Bear is uh, shifting in with uh, Oscar Clefbaum, no Joel Person, who uh, had soreness after last night's game. He got run in a uh, glass in the first period, one shift in the second for 10 seconds. Nugent Hopkins, don't see him out there as well. 
I got a new pair of Binox, uh, and of course, we'll let you know that uh, obviously the uh, Oiler players do not on a uh, practice day have numbers in the back of their jerseys. Right now, is that? That looks like Bertasov out there uh, with Leon. Anyhow, I digress. Let's get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. And here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, the big news today coming off a 34-goal, 77-point season, Matthew Kachuk signs a three-year bridge deal with the Flames this morning with a $7 million AAV. So that leaves just Kyle Connor, Patrick Lyonet, and Miko Rantanen as the remaining restricted free agents. Blue Jackets forward Brandon Dubinsky out indefinitely with a wrist injury. The Panthers releasing Troy Brower from his PTO this morning as well. Austin Matthews, uh, I'm sure you've heard about this by now, but facing a disorderly conduct charge from an incident in Scottsdale in May. Matthews and the Leafs both acknowledging the situation and said they're not going to comment further. Some rule changes to note as we creep towards the start of the NHL regular season. Major penalties can now be reviewed by the officials. Uh, Previously, I mean, this is it's all essentially a reaction to what we saw in the playoffs, Bob. But major penalties can now be reviewed by the officials. Coaches can now challenge plays in the offensive zone that should have been whistled dead, i.e. a hand pass or a puck hitting the protective mesh, that kind of thing. If a player loses his helmet, he will be penalized for not heading back to the bench immediately. Attacking teams can choose what side of the ice they want the face-off to be on after an icing call. And teams can no longer make line changes when a goalie freezes the puck on a shot from the other side of the red line or when a defensive player dislodges the net. Yeah, well, uh, I hope it all results in finding more ways to create more offense in the NHL. I mean, scoring was up last year. Just on Austin Matthews, I mean, early 20s, you know, boys having a couple pops, and I I don't mean to downplay it, but, I mean, we have a prime minister in this country that's uh, been scandaled over something that he did when he was 30, so everybody just needs to, you know, Occasionally, guys get caught with their pants down. It happens. I mean, whatever. Uh, relax. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of people that really like to judge others out there. You you never really know what somebody's going through and what sort of uh, challenges are incurring. And I think uh, for I I would sort of hazard a guess right now for maybe maybe not for you, Brandon, because you're part of that young generation and. You probably have never done anything stupid for anybody over the age of, say, 40 that's listening to the show right now. You look back and go, yeah, I did my fair share of stupid things along the way that I kind of uh, (laughs) wished I hadn't done before. It happens, you know. You know, there's, uh, there's one thing. Brendan, have you ever run on the field, like at a football game or something? Only when authorized. Only when authorized, <laughs> right? So as a uh, as a member of the uh, the Chet Eskimos broadcast team with Morley Scott and Dave Campbell, you can run on the team. Has that happened this year? Has anybody made a mad dash for this, this Twice. season? Twice. The first, uh, so we, in the preseason game it happened, and then I think there was actually two over the course of the regular season as well. Uh, was the person clothed? Yes. Uh, I can remember being a spotter with uh, John Sexsmith uh, when he was public address <laughs> announcer, and we had a gentleman that... Uh, uh, and it was a cold, wintry day, but he went for it, uh, full on in the buff, and uh, well, didn't uh, didn't quite make it to, to the end zone. And there was an obvious joke that's in there about coming up short, but that's neither here nor there. All right, uh, Oilers again on the ice right now, uh, looking to get it turned around. They got two two games left here in the preseason, and frankly, at this stage, I got to tell you. Um, 
I'm I'm looking forward to getting playing for real here after five exhibition games. Oilers will be in Winnipeg tomorrow. Brendan will host that show. That will be our first appearance of Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. Uh, that'll take place at 105. Louis DeBrusque will be on the show as well tomorrow. Brad Lauer will make an appearance. Uh, we, we're we, we're going to do Brad today, but uh, the Oil Kings have something shaking here. So we're going to have Kurt Hill on the show coming down at 135. Ian Herbers, Brian Lott today at 1235. Jason Chimera at 105. Very quickly, Brendan, uh, 30 seconds on Evan Bouchard going down. Just want to revisit that for a second. Um, you know, the Oilers, Evan Bouchard is going to be a big part of things moving forward. The team now has their last four first-round draft choices not in the NHL. That is not a failure. That is a good thing. Obviously, Broberg, defenseman, defenseman take more time. Uh, my expectation, one year Sweden, one year in Bakersfield for him. Uh, Bouchard went back to junior last year after a cup of coffee in the NHL. He'll start this year in the American League. Would not surprise me at some point, maybe 40, 50 games, if he gets a look-see. Kyler Yamamoto had two looksies each of the last two years at the start of the year. Got injured last year, hurt his wrist, needs to get his game back. Again, if he plays well, maybe he gets a call two-thirds of the way into the season or something like that. Uh, and the Oilers have got some veteran guys who can at least sort of fill in some of those areas in the meantime, in between time. But as this team gets better, part of it will be the growth and the maturation on defense um, with where Bouchard and uh, Broberg end up tracking. And then finally, yes, Poliarvi. That's a little bit different personal choice for him that he's not in the NHL this year. Would not have been guaranteed top uh, top six time in Edmonton. I think that's a given. Most likely scenario for Yessa Poliarvi is that he gets traded at some stage. But I can tell you, anybody connected with the Oilers organization is stoked that he's off to a good start over in Finland. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And, oh, man, uh, we just had a player have a puck ricochet, hit him right in the face. I'm, he's all right. Uh, a shot from Adam Larson, I think, at the point. I'll get you a bit of an update here. I think he's leaking a little bit, but uh, I hope it's not uh, Nygaard. Uh, we will uh, go off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with Brian Lawton on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.